Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. How can biblical friendships be used as an example for modern friendships? This is Making It Last Podcast. I'm your host, Noreen Daly, and that is what we'll be talking about this time. And with me to have that conversation is, you know, I literally, before we began this recording, just asked him the correct pronunciation of his name, and now I am conscious about it. Please say your name, sir. My name is Kavian Allen. Kavian Allen. Kavian Allen. He is a student from Northern Caribbean University, specifically in the Department of specifically in the school, let me correct that, School of Religion and Theology. And he's actually the current USM president for 2019-2020. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that is the United Student Movement. That is our governing body for our students. Welcome, Mr. Allen. Thank you so much, Mr. Allen. Kavian. <laughs> I have to retrain my, retrain my brain because I've been saying Kavian all along and it's Kavian. How can biblical friendships be used as an, as examples for modern friendships? Well, I will share four tips as to how okay. biblical friendships can be used as an example for modern friendship. And the first one I'll share is friends do things expecting nothing in return. And what do I mean by that? Yes. And I will be pulling this example from scripture. Now, David and Jonathan. Okay. We usually pull on that one. Mm -hmm. While David was in hiding from Jonathan's father, Saul, Jonathan understood that there was this calling on David's life or in his life. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan went the extra mile to ensure that David was protected, even though his father wanted to kill David. Mm -hmm. Jonathan knew that David could not possibly offer him anything um, in mm. terms of benefit. Okay. But at the same time, the Holy Spirit used him in such a way where he preserved his life. And ultimately, David went on the throne years after. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, when David was on the throne, it appealed to him that after Jonathan, has, he was so good to him. Mm -hmm. He asked the question, how can I express or show kindness mm -hmm. to somebody from Jonathan's lineage? And then Ziba said to David, there is somebody in the house of Jonathan, who is worthy of that. Mm -hmm. And his son, Mephibosheth, who was actually lame, mm -hmm. and David expressed kindness to him. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. Okay. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. And the second? The second one is, friends look out for the best interest of the other. And uh, by that I mean, friends, I think it is in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 24, um, Solomon says that a man's house is full of companions, mm -hmm. and all the companions do, they cause ruin. But he says a friend sticks closer than a brother. This one we are going to look now at Elisha and Elijah. Elisha, he was actually a farmer. He was a herdsman. And uh, Elijah 
took him from where he was, groomed him. Mm-hmm. He was rusty. Mm-hmm. He was untrained. And Elijah took him from where he was, mentored him, even at one point had him in the school of the prophet and refined him in mm-hmm. such a way where after Elijah was translated, Elisha was ready to pick up where Elijah left off. So his best interest was pivotal. It was mm-hmm. important to Elijah and he went the extra mile to ensure that he got the best out of Elisha. Okay. I'm allowing you to say that before and then I have one or two questions for you on it. So go ahead. Okay, tell, us sure. th- tell us the third one. The third one is mm-hmm. friends make decisions for the greater good of the bond. Because many a times friends allow things to happen and uh, we know that if we don't intervene, it is going to be detrimental. Mm-hmm. But we That's sit true. back and we allow it to happen. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. this example I will be looking now at Paul, Barnabas, and John Mark. It was in Paul's second missionary journey with Barnabas Mm -hmm. when they were roaming through Phrygia and also Nyconium. And they had John Mark there as a young guy, Mm -hmm. getting him the experience and all of that, of how ministry is structured. And John Mark freaked out after he saw the persecution and all of the horrific stuff that they went through. He freaked out. Mm -hmm. And then on the third missionary journey, um, Barnabas wanted to bring um, John Mark. And there was a big conflict. It was a clash between Paul and Barnabas. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Paul says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, because if we don't make a decision, there is going to be friction. Mm-hmm. And Paul took Timothy with him, and Barnabas took John Mark. The point is, because Paul saw where if, if John Mark mm-hmm. was going to be a part of the company, it would have affected the work greatly. And so they had to separate to ensure that the work was accomplished. So at, at various points in our lives, mm-hmm. we have to make major decisions mm-hmm. like that. And finally, mm-hmm. friends stand by each other to the end. That's very important. Support, moral support. And we can use Jesus and John as a perfect example. Because after all the disciples deserted Jesus at the cross, everybody they were in hiding. John was literally at the front supporting Jesus while he was dying on the cross. And Jesus said something very significant. He says, woman, behold thy son. Mm -hmm. In essence, Jesus was literally saying to John, listen, brethren, this is your mother. I am leaving her in your care. Take care of her for me. And, and that is a kind of lesson that friends can actually pull from that in our modern, modern friendships. All right. So you, you said a lot and you've given us some different, I mean, some, everybody, when they think biblical friendship, they think David, Jonathan, and you actually enlighten me on others. Right. So if somebody is listening and they're saying, but, you know, 
These are quote unquote long time stories. I don't see how they can be applicable to me in my everyday experience. No, what would be your reaction to that? My reaction is or would be there are certain things that they just don't change. Morals and values they mm. don't change. They are standard. Support, mm -hmm. fidelity, trust, mm -hmm. all of these that I outlined earlier, mm -hmm. these are common threads that run through all the four scenarios mm -hmm. I draw. And if you talk to most people these days, everybody will tell you that. I can't trust anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it's hard for people to really give their best, give their all in friendship. Mm -hmm. And these biblical scenarios are there for us to learn. And trust me, if we apply all of these in our lives today, I mean, most of the social ills that we encounter, we will actually see transformation. Hmm. You're, you're, you're then, t how easy though is it for me to continue to trust when sometimes I am... Let me not say constantly betrayed because, you know, let me, but more often than not, I experience betrayal more often than not. I, I feel as if I'm overextending myself. Well, truth is, mm -hmm. if a person has been, you know, constantly mm -hmm. betrayed, mm -hmm. denied, mm -hmm. I am not going to say, hey, bear it out and go through. Okay. It is not logical. Because okay. we are, are emotional beings. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, we can actually relate to the point that even though persons fail us and we feel away, that is how actually God feels mm. when we betray him and deny him. So all we have to do, we have to face the reality that we are humans and yes. we have faults. But at the same time, there are boundaries and, mm -hmm. and we have to exude all of these personalities and and hopefully people will see that you're genuine mm -hmm. and ultimately people will actually reach out time to befriend you because they want to change as well okay have you used biblical friendships as examples for your friendships well i i have tried <laughs> okay. i have tried it's not the easiest of things to do because you know, your emotions and preconceptions mm -hmm. are going to step in the picture. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I try. You try. I try. I try. And, and I mean, I'm sure we all try. But if it is that you had to give somebody, say, a, a three-step process or, or a formula in terms of how to try to exemplify these friendships in our modern life, what would that three-step process be? Or three-step formula? Well... One, you can't do anything without prayer. That's okay. critical. After pray about this and ask God to help you make the right decision. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, you have to exemplify what real friendship or quality friendship should depict. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, I mean, um, um, try as best as possible not to allow preconceived ideas to interfere mm -hmm. with relationships. And I can assure you, if these three principles are followed, I mean, we can have better 
and even greater friendships. Yeah. As we're wrapping up, though, is there anything else you want to add before we end this conversation? Well, I will say in closing, let's use Jesus is a sacrifice. Cannot divert from that as the greatest um, um, sacrifice or it epitomizes mm-hmm. what friendship is. He went all the way, he, even though um, we continue to betray him and mm-hmm. turn our backs on mm-hmm. him and we say we are his friends. He doesn't withhold anything good from us. He still give it to us. And, and what we need to do as, as human beings, mm-hmm. you know, try to extend at the same love, mercy and kindness to others as we would expect all of that from God himself. Thank you so much, Kevian. Thank you. This was Make It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now is making it last.